Up the teardrop. Get it right. Welcome back, Wrestle Nerds. Victor Villain here. Let's see who's making a way to a ring. JP Savage here. Yes, you saw it. Pretty chubby flaco. Dime lo mi gente. Mischief, you heard? Hey, and the gang is here. The gang is back. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Heels, Pops, and Chair Shots, your favorite place to get your fix. And your fix is what you get in JP. You looking mighty extravagant, pretty chubby. Nice to see you. Mischief, always a pleasure. Y'all look nice and healthy, man. You know, y'all been eating well? Eating good? I'm healthy. Healthy. Healthy? Healthy, healthy. Banging up push-ups. Y'all look like y'all can cut some fat, though. Like, y'all look like y'all can, you know, cut it. You know, cut some fat. Some Yo, rope. I got the abs working. I don't know what you're talking about. Ooh, I've yeah, I know what you're talking about. Ba, 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 Did you have quinoa for lunch? Did you have quinoa for lunch? Why didn't nah, you man. have quinoa? There's so much other shit you can eat. Because I had a quinoa, avocado, and bean salad. That's yeah. disgusting. Eat raw food. abs. That's why you're stupid. Abs. You're eating all this vegetable <laughs> shit. That shit got you dumb as hell. Do you, do you understand how you sound right now? Yo, you eating all this <laughs> quinoa, You sound like Jim oh, Cornette right quinoa. now. You sound like Jim Cornette. Yo, I had some salad. I had salad. There was like a piece of lettuce on my on my chicken sandwich. It was like this yeah? big, big one. I had my oh, salad. Oh, you had, had tomato. There was a tomato in it, too, so we yeah, good. That Ophinian uh, story? That Ophidian story about the, the lettuce, the sandwich. Yeah, right. <laughs> Shout out to Ophidian. Tune in to shooting the issue with Ophidian coming out soon. Oh, it's the Carazon. Yeah, talk Oh, yeah. I miss, I miss the shooting the issues. Uh, we getting them up and running <laughs> One for you. One pop, it can't stop. Oh, and please. Yo, shout out stop. to Blanco for hitting record. Yeah. You the real MVP, baby. That's a great, that's a great move right there, yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, but let's hit some ropes, gentlemen. That's what I was waiting for. Let's oh. wait for the hit record. Now we can hit some ropes. Heavy hearts, heavy hearts. Uh, this week, uh, we lost one Shad Jas- uh, Gaspard man to uh, a swimming. Uh, he was swimming in the old, in the beach, right? Oh yeah, my man. god! Yeah. He got stuck in a rip current with his rip son. Current. Rescuers came out. He was like, save my son. They grabbed his son. He got lost. Yo, it was crazy. They just found his body. Unfortunately, he has passed away. Um, He was young. Three days later, they found him. Yo, rip currents are no joke, baby. I got caught in a rip current once with my wife. We were out out at the beach. Yo, there was mad people around. Everybody's chilling. Um, They were like rip current posters and stuff. But like, who gives a shit, right? They're rip current posters everywhere all the time. So, uh, you know, the Jersey Shore, right? Same difference. So there's always rip current signs. Like, nobody's really worried about it, blah, blah, blah. Yo, next thing you know, like, there's, like, two or three waves come. And, like, I go from being nipple deep to being, like, way under and, like, being pulled back. The dude right in front of us is like, yo, you're in a rip current, yo. Like, you need help, blah, blah, I fucking grabbed my wife and I threw her. And I got... It's crazy, yo. That shit is, like, it happens so quick. And you're right there. 
like you feel like you're right there. Like you're like, yo, I could swim right here. Like this, I'm I'm like three feet away from the guy that's standing straight up, but I'm being sucked back, yo. And I'm fucking swimming as hard as I could, and I, I don't get any traction. I get tired. I'm all blown up. Can't fucking like now. I don't know my dick from my elbow because I don't know. Like I'm fucking. <laughs> I'm tired. What I mean, like, yo, you get tired, you get disoriented, you you forget which side is land, right? Because like, which way you swimming if if the wave comes in? So that that yeah, absolutely. So that moment to know that like in that very last moment, like his only thought was his son. That shit is crazy, you know. Like our thoughts go out to the true act of a of a father. My God. Um, Now the the family, the poor family, got to you know mourn and. It's just something tough to hear, man. Definitely yeah, sad. I think story. That the, the biggest thing is you notice now too is you know how he, he he reacted in life. Like in that moment, he was authentic, right? I think that's what you gathered from all the praises from the moment he went missing until uh, unfortunately they recovered his body. Like throughout the wrestling world, he was beloved. Uh, it's amazing. I didn't right. realize he had so many connections with so many individuals, man. It seemed like he was a an amazing human being. And, and, and to the end of the of the line, uh, he stood true to that. So, uh, rest in peace to him and, and, and prayers to his family right now. Uh, his son, uh, right? Because that's the most uh, direct impact at that point. Uh, it's crazy, man. Crazy, tough, yeah. tough shit, man. And it, um, and mu- just more, more, more. Our prayers go out to the families, man. And just a tough loss. Our condolences to the Casper family. Uh, moving on, though, gentlemen. Leo Rush has made noise, more noise. Him and Mark Henry are at it. Mister, talk to me a minute. So here we are, another week of drama. Who's right here? Like, who is wrong here? Leo Rush was mentioned by Mark Henry, right? He was brought up in a podcast. Right, in a sense that, like, yo, Leo Rush made these comments about not having enough money. He needs to get his financial shit together. Right? In essence, that's what was said by Mark Henry. Leo Rush took, you know, understandable notice of that. And he was like, yo, fuck you, dude. Like, <laughs> what do you do with my money is none of your business. Now, you're publicizing your money and your financial situation. So people are going to talk about it. But Mark and Mark Henry feels so heartbroken about the fact that like Leo Rush didn't ask him for his help. Or he's like, yo, I asked him for help. And he was like, nah, I'm good. Yo, if he don't know, he's not going to be like, yo, help me, dog. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's not going to be like, yo, my God, can you like spot me like two G's because shit is tight? Like, right. I don't know but, you, man. You're, you some see, dude, see, you, you're some dude I work with. No, no, but what you see where I, wait, wait. That's how you see that point? But the way I look at it is that Mark Henry went up to him with the intentions of uh, understand of Leo Rush understanding, yo, I'm one of the black leaders in the locker room in this business, right? And is there issues happening with you? Do you believe that it's because of race? I got you. Like, you're not getting this opportunity, right? And Leo Rush is like, like you said, I don't know you, but he's young in the game when it comes to that. Then I understand what he was trying to ask him, right? And that's why he was dismissive. Then I don't think Mark Henry, as a leader, did a good enough job of conveying the message he meant he meant to convey. If Leo, if, if Leo Rush did not understand that Mark Henry was on his team, on his side, at the moment that that conversation took place, then Mark, then 
Mark Henry did not do a good job of establishing himself as everybody's leader. You understand? Like what I'm trying to get at? Like Leo Rush did not feel compelled to be like, hey, dude I work with, like who's got some pull around here, but I feel enough of a connection to to be like, hey, spot me money. Or I think this is racist. Well, or I think but this is okay. Go ahead, go ahead. Mark JP. Henry, Mark Henry's, Mark Henry's coming in like at this point, like as alumnus, as one of the coaches, right? He's not a, a performer anymore at this point when this conversation is taking place. So yeah, he doesn't have that connection with Mark Henry to to keep it as real as that. That's pro- that probably plays a role, but I just think he didn't have enough time to convey his motive because he was he was dismissed. You think so? Right. Well, yeah. that, but I that's mean, not that's even. What it sounds like that's not even. I hate. I hate that be, point. Because if it would have just ended there, then it ended there. But then Mark Henry's got to talk about it. Like, uh, I, I think I think Leo Rush is why we're all talking about it. I think I think it's it's it's. And it, I, I think Leo was the first one to be. I think he's the first one that goes something like, "Oh, um, I don't talk to strangers." Oh, wow, like and and, and like, that. like, like, come on, man, like. You lost right there with me, like as soon as right there, like because it was it was going good, but then like he went there with that. He took it there. I was just like, damn. Right. Yeah, I mean, that's, like, you don't gotta be, you don't gotta go in that direction either, right? Like you don't gotta be such a dickhead that you're like, oh, I don't talk to strangers. Mark Henry is no stranger. But see, but, that's a problem. That's a problem with Leo Rush that he doesn't check his ego at the door, and he thinks that he's too big when he's not. Like, that's dude, why you're, can, you're that's nobody. That's why I can see it going that way. Like, maybe Hard Rock Henry is more trying to help and be that, that leader. But I can understand, yeah. It, it's not going to work if clearly you didn't get that through to him. He didn't get that memo. Right, um, but, like, the real, but the real mark of a leader, like, you... My bad, JP, real quick. But, like, like the real mark of a leader, like, you got to understand your, your clients out. And, like, there's dudes that are not going to be receptive the first time you come out. Right? Like, the first time you step out as a leader and you're like, yo... Yo, you need some? Nine times out of ten, that person's gonna be like, nah, dude, I'm good. You're like, ah, right, yo, I'm I'm here for you though. You walk away. Right? And then next time you see him, you're like, yo, if you need anything, right? It takes a couple times. So I, I again I don't know the fucking finer details of all of this. Right, but right. We, now no, we're talking no, about right. lawsuits, right? Apparently, Mark Henry, who likes to talk about his leadership, I find a lot. Right, and he's got like this delegation, the the black leadership in, in pro wrestling, right? That that kind of has like this behind the scenes influence, the Illuminati of sorts. Um, and there's lawyers involved, and perhaps if Leo Rush has more to say, he might hear from one of them. Uh, I don't know, man. I think that's <laughs> fucked up. Like, like yo, man, like that's leadership. You don't. I, I don't. You don't. You don't think he's kind of bad mouthing Mark Henry, man? Or like, you don't think he's gonna, he's he's kind of like taking his name and no, because I don't, think, I don't think Leo Rush really said anything out of pocket. He was True just that. dismissive. He True was that. like, you could say you could say disrespectful because he was dismissive, but he was never like Mark Henry's a piece of shit or or whatever. Right. He was just like, yo, I don't gotta deal with that, or I don't I don't want to get involved with that, or I don't like I don't talk to strangers. So in a way, it's kind of like Henry's going scooping down to the lows of of taking it now into the into those hands. Like it got it got to go there. I think it's at this point that Mark Henry's kind of like talking, like yo, I try to help him out, and look, look at where he's at now. If he would have listened to me, this shit would have been avoided. 
You know what I mean? That's kind of what he's saying. Right now. That's what he's saying. Because the reality is he got let go, and he's been talking. He's been out there, and a lot of conversations have happened. And he didn't have the prettiest uh, back uh, locker room relationship. But but you know what? I'm appalled at the fact that we're you were really surprised <laughs> about the fact that industry built on egos and being that persona that you want them to be kind and uh, and compassionate and understanding and and like that 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 yo, it's crazy to me how much we see of that. And going to events and, and, and really immersing yourselves into this professional wrestling world, the, there's a, many great people, right? Selfless people. But that's not to be expected. You expect the Miz to be a wonderful person? Yo. <laughs> Do you expect the Undertaker to fucking bake you brownies? You know who's a wonderful Baking person? Baking with Taker. The owners of CZW. Did you hear about that motherfucking whole Ooh. episode? Yo, it was like a fiasco, dude. So Lou Fisto came out and she was like going off on CZW because they sold the rights. This dude, DJ Hyde, apparently, right? He's like the owner. If I if I'm wrong, well then fuck it. I said something wrong. But <laughs> he's like the owner, right? The head of the shit. And he apparently sold the rights to their footage to be used for softcore porn. So like there are women's matches that are on porn tapes, like like marketed in a certain kind of way, right? That makes these women like look really, really bad. Is it something that was recorded intended for those purposes, or something that wasn't intended for that, and they're marketing it now as B, right? Um, wow. It wasn't recorded for that purpose, but now that the wow. rights were sold, they're using it, and CZW is like, yo, it's not my problem. So CZW is like, yo, whatever. But now, like, all these little stories about CZW are coming out, like, dirt, dirt, how they were like, yo, we only book people we want to fuck and la-da-da, and like, yo, we say the N-word here, and chaos. Wow. That sucks to hear. I mean, I didn't know any of that, right? Like, so the fact that it's out is great, right? Like, fucking let's all find out about that shit. It just sucks because CZW is 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 a big player. Like it's it's a pretty decent sized player. Like yeah, in, yeah, in, especially no in Jersey, doubt. right? Like Most definitely, yeah, definitely up Jersey. Damn, but for us so, to take a blow like this, this is but something a, a that a lot made, of wrestlers came out. Hey, changed the course of things. Um, and speaking of courses of things, and yo, this is this is becoming like a really dark, fucking week to of news because. Yo, speaking of dark, it happened. We got it. El the dark season. The season finale of the last episode of Dark Side of the Ring. Owen Hart, ladies and gentlemen. Gentlemen, how do we feel about Woo. this? Who wants to start us off? I will I will start off by saying that it was such a touching episode. Like that shit got me. It was a tearjerker for sure. It was a what jerker? A tearjerker. Oh, I thought it was something else. But yeah, me too, I guess. No, you're talking about the CZW videos. That's something else. (laughs) No, no. No, those are matches, man. Oh, they were matches. I didn't look at them as a match. (laughs) Yeah, all right. (laughs) You know, this is... uh, 
I unfortunately didn't actually see him fall. I remember I was watching the pay per view. Nobody. And I looked away. And then, like, you know what I mean? It had just happened and I missed it. Um, but I remember, like, the silence. I remember seeing the crowd, like, them trying to explain it. And, and then you never heard anything else. Uh, the story has never been talked about. Brett was very limited in information he gave and how he felt about the matter. You know what I mean? So this is the first time we get to, like, touch on this and get some facts and get <clears throat> right. perspectives of even, like, fucking JR, who had to fucking announce to the world after just hearing it that Owen Hart died. That like, that in particular, JP, really struck me because I, I that's a that's a part of the the scenario I didn't even realize, right? How he was talking about the king and how the king went back and then he came back and he was Ash White, and then they show the footage, where like, yo, Lawler just sits down and that's when they just went live and he just got told, yeah, nine seconds ago, so yeah. like, King didn't process it, Jr. didn't process. That's it. Like he's just like, yeah. and he says it how he how he was told was crazy. He goes, uh, "Did you hear? Did you hear? No. Uh, yeah, he died, and you're on in ten, nine, yeah. eight. And, and the was, crazy part about it is too is like, yo, he had just died. Like, like the accident happened, and Jr. was covering dead air the entire time. Yeah, he right. was talking to talk, and like you know, with no direction, nothing like. I personally, like, before going into this episode, I understood in, in sports, the show goes on. I even did some research for this. I, I looked up boxing, right? Because I feel like when you look at fatalities in sports, uh, boxing is one of those sports where you've seen that situation occur time and time again. Maybe UFC as well. But interestingly, interestingly enough, not many boxers actually die in the ring. They die based on, you know, injuries in the ring. But on the way to the hospital, in the locker room, like people actually dying on the canvas doesn't happen as often as we think. It's a small percentage. So so for me, that's why I was confused because in my mind, I'm like, why do those shows go on? Right. If somebody we know somebody went to the hospital and they died. Why does that show go on in boxing and UFC? Why does it happen in football? Right. Why does it happen in basketball? Like, why does the show go on? And the difference is that they don't die right there in that moment. We have a situation where it was a freak accident, and the man died in the ring. And you know why he? I'm telling you, he died in the ring. If you look at D'Lo Brown when he's trying to explain how the condition that he saw Owen in, when he's being carted away, and in the way his wife reacted to it when she saw him, like that means his neck was fucking broken and cracked and to the side. Like, yo, Godfather, he was, he was blue, dude. Blue, blue. Black and blue. Yeah. His wife didn't recognize him only because of her, his hair. That's the only thing she could mm-hmm. recognize him. Yeah, she has a fire. Like, so that's where now I understand the hatred the, that particular section of the Hart family. The fucking floorboard the, the, on the ring, bro. The Hart family. No, it was mostly Martha. Bro, the some fact, of the Hart family was against her. Well, that's what I said. That's what I said. Little portion of the Hart family, right? Right, the, right. That was, right, right. That was the whole. That's a whole nother conversation, right? Damn. But, but, yo, like, the fact that Vince said, yo, show will go on when a man's blood is on the canvas, the floorboard is broken, and he died in the ring. I understand it was a pay-per-view, but you were already degrading this talent enough by fucking making him go through this blue blazer bullshit, and then you're going to do that. 
Yo, and another Break. thing. Jericho brings up a great point. If Owen Hart would have lived oh, another man. year or so, he would have entered like his perfect era, right? With he the talent been, that came in. The talent that came in, he would have faced each and every one as the WWE yeah. talent. You know what I mean? Like, Hart oh, Guerrero, this is bro. the invasion. And I'm the one that can fight it off. You know what I mean? Like, that would have been Hart the perfect Guerrero, Yo. Owen oh. Hart Guerrero, bro. Owen Hart Kurt Angle. Crazy. He could have had man. bangers with Malenko. He could have done shit. If... Yo, Perry Saturn is mad underrated. He's fucking amazing. Like, those, Saturn, those two. No. I bet you you put Perry Saturn and fucking Owen Hart in a match, and that match would have been fucking killer. Killer. Yeah. Crazy. Do y'all no feel story like, like no, no storyline whatsoever? Do y'all they, feel like just... everybody everybody kind of played their role in this though? What's I that? mean, like I don't know, and it's hard to fucking say because you know, everything that you just said, JP, is just yo, it, it screams like negligence and all that shit, and 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 it, the morale of Vince McMahon, and but yo, everybody wears different shoes, right? Right. Um, they said that yo Vince changed it to Connecticut to save um money on or what was it? Not money. Um, so that he couldn't be sued on uh. Damages. He can't pay her on damages or some shit, right? Specific yeah. damages for insurance thing. Um, leverage, leverage. Uh, the yeah, that's the what maniacal genius that this man is to have a. A conscious to be thinking of something like that during a time like that. Well, well, well. Uh, he's, I'm, used. I'm sure he's guys, not guys. There unadvised. Like he's got, he's a billion dollar man. Oh. People advise him. People yeah, tell him absolutely. this is what you need to do with your money because you're being sued. Like right. that. Like he was advised. So is this, it, I isn't think, it, I isn't think, it a known fact that Mr. Fan has like over ten lawyers? What you need to realize is that, and I think Dark Side of the Ring has done an excellent job of portraying this, and I don't even know if it was on purpose, to be honest, it's just based on the stories that we have and how immersed this man is, is in the history of professional wrestling, right? That he's always going to do what's best for business. Look at the whole Snooker situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Business right. First. Look at look, look at the fabulous Moolah situation. Business first. Stories man. that were going on about what she was doing, how she was handling business with the women's division. Still put the ring, the the yeah. championship on her. Right. Business is business. He Yo, does do the best shit. for business. Crazy shit. Crazy. It makes me crazy. Raw of, shit. of like his morals, and like how he goes about doing certain things. I'm like, should we should we be watching this product? If this is the way that that this the the, the top of the top lives their life, that, that it's a lot of questions. That might be where it goes sooner or later, man. And speaking of, and, should we watch the product? What the hell have we been watching? What's bumping this week, gentlemen? Uh, uh, might we start with SmackDown? Uh, nah. <laughs> Do you want to? Uh, Do you want what? to start with SmackDown? It's a very strong word. And it takes uh, commitment, no? And sacrifice? What are you trying to say? What are you trying to say, Vic? I'm trying to say the Intercontinental Championship Tournament. (laughs) On SmackDown. On SmackDown. 
Yo, yo, Mischief, your mic is popping like a motherfucker. Thank you. That's what I was trying to figure out. Yo, I was pop, like, pop, I hear like something. Is that better? Oh, yo. Vic, Vic. I think you gotta to Mischief. Right I think now? I think you gotta I think you gotta sit on your mic and it might work. <laughs> Vic, you trying to talk about SmackDown? Just Smack like your mom down. sat on this d- last night. Yeah, I, I I rather I rather have the clear eye guy fucking read me a bedtime story, bro. Uh, Skip for clear shit, eyes. Man. Mad entertaining that guy is. Shout Mami llegó tu tiburón. Uh, wow. Okay. <laughs> well, there's a couple of things, right? Like, what did we get out of um, that smack? Right, we got the Intercontinental Championship. One well, big thing. I, got, I like I like Elias's big win over Corbin. I'll, I'm gonna give you that. Uh, I didn't see that coming. I that thought Corbin was riding the high horse. Yeah, yeah, definitely a great right. match. We also uh, got. I didn't say. I didn't say great. Like, I said decent. Yeah. <laughs> Any time Elias gets over for Woo. me is great. Great. Oh, no, no. Elias was the problem. It's always Corbin. It's, it's always Corbin. Ask the Black Cardinals about guy. that shit. But we got, oh, we got the Cardinals making appearance, motherfucker. The problem. Drew Gulak has some problems. My man yeah. no longer contracted with the E and loses in this tournament against you Daniel Bryan. That shit you said he never contracted the E. What? <laughs> he said he what? He never contracted the STC. So now the Gulak brothers are free agents. And Drew yeah. Gulak is part of that. Drew Gulak is part of that twenty-eight point eight million that just filed for unemployment this past week. Yo, yeah. I just got my money. Cinco centavo. Hey, me limpio. The, f- the final two matches are going to be AJ Styles and Shinsuke and Jeff Hardy versus Sheamus. Are we excited about this? Nope. I'm sorry. Mm, mer. <laughs> mer. I'm all right. Mer. Um, Speaking of I, That's going to be fun, Jeff Hardy, but not against Sheamus. Like, I don't want to see Jeff Hardy and Sheamus. Well, that's why well, I'm like, eh. Is it, isn't then, that an ongoing feud right now that they're having? Yeah, he's upset that he keeps talking about Jeff Hardy. So I don't think we should keep talking about Jeff Hardy. Um, Otis <laughs> and Josh Strowman teaming up. Uh, anybody thought Otis was cashing in here besides five year olds everywhere? Ah, uh, this was so dumb. I don't know what to make of all of this. I, I don't know if I like this or not. This whole Otis, I, I, I think we got to forget that he has that briefcase and then we'll think about cashing in. Let him, oh let him die God. out, bro. They can't cash in before they have, they, they have fans. Yeah, they have to have the audience to get that power. Otis Otis is the hottest shit on SmackDown right now. Let's be realistic. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, that's facts. That's true. They got much trouble with that guy. He was in the main event. He was. Speaking of main event, uh, one main eventer on Raw won Seth Rollins. Ooh, he's not very happy with the James E. Cornette, guys. What happened here? Pretty chubby. Well, first and foremost, he wasn't happy about all the congratulations. You saw what he did to Rey Mysterio. Yes. Surprisingly, he turned babyface when it came to Jim Cornette. Well, because that shit got yo, real. Yo. Jim Cornette don't know when to <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, you know, like, I know he's a worker and he's always going to be a worker. And, like, everything he says is a work. Everything. Jim Cornette, everything he yeah. says is a work. It's a work. The, even the fucking Owen Hart. Um, it's for relevancy. I'm pretty sure it's yeah. to stay relevant. But yeah. it, but, but you know what? It's for leverage. You know, 
in in our entire experience with Jim Cornette, what we realize and understand now more than ever is the need for a publicist. So that's why I'm starting a GoFundMe page for Jim Cornette to hire him a publicist. Because this man is too essential to professional wrestling to be so fucking stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Like, just let it go. Why? Why? No, Damn, Jimmy, no, 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 Jimmy, Yo, but you heard the vulgar shit that he said, though, that Jim Cornette said about Becky Lynch? He's like, quote, what would you do if your wife came home and said, instead of making a million dollars next year, I'm going to basically just be a ragging bitch for the next nine months and then give you more (laughs) shit to worry about around the house? Yo, I'm real bad. You said a ragging bitch. This is a raging bitch, you fucking litter bastard. I think ragging bitch is a lot worse. You know what I mean, bro. <laughs> no ratchets around here. It's because your mom sat on my face and I have a problem with my tongue. My right mom sat on your Yo. face. She should have touched you. No, I ask you, dumb bitch. Pretty chubs. I ask you, what's worse, what you just said or, or this? this? How stupid do you have to get to get knocked up when you're the champion? Here's a fact: ten out of ten mothers will try to convince you. That pregnancy didn't run ruin their careers. You're trying to tell me Becky Lynch becomes the longest reigning champion? Oh, we're doing this. We're doing the whole thing. And <laughs> throws that all away to have to house a, a miserable <laughs> parasite. <laughs> you get the deal. You get Yo, the deal. Hey, oh, hey, 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 JP with the button. Hey, JP with the button. It was But what was worse? What was worse? I don't know. What was worse? You tell Yo, me, motherfucker. You fuck, were talking. Fuck, fuck Jim Cornette, bro. That irrelevant yeah. ass motherfucker. Because at least we know, at least we know uh, with uh, Shayna is a work. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yo, <laughs> did, you guys, did you guys hear what Jim Cornette said about Dana Brooke a few days ago mm-hmm. as well? Where he said that Dana Brooke looked like her face was lit on fire and that somebody put it out with an axe. <laughs> Come on, bro. What's wrong with this dude? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so Yo, Seth Rollins doesn't Yo. waste no time in getting over this bullshit because if nothing yeah, else he can't deal with it. Creative, anymore. right? Yeah, that well, he, he he does the damn thing and starts saying, fuck this, I'm going to go out and recruit motherfuckers. So he got himself a new hired gun. Um, talk to me a minute, guys. We like this stable. Cre- he's creating this this gang of disciples. So, Austin Theory gets dropped like hot shit by Zelina Vega, and now Austin Theory is part of. Queen. What? What is part? Of what? What is this that Seth Rollins is doing? What is the name of this? The the, 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 the congregation. Like, what's popping? The constipation. The sense of 2.0. The Messiah. But he is the he Messiah. Is Messiah. What, what are what are they? The congregation. His apostles. The, his apostles? apostles. Hmm. 
It's a shame that AOP got fucked up. Let's talk Bobby Lashley. Let's talk Bobby Lashley. Why? We were doing so well. I'd rather shit in my hands and clap. Wow. Moving on. I'd rather shit on my hands and clap. Moving on. The iconic so, and they're back. Are so they going to strap guys? Or are they going to fucking... It's clear, it's clear Lana's out, right? Oh, the, I do like the fact that MVP exists for this. I think he. this is going to be a good role for He makes for a him. difference. He makes a difference. I, I think so, yeah. Yeah. I think... And we mentioned a couple weeks ago, like, Drew McIntyre, he has a strap now. Who are you going to give to Drew McIntyre to add to his reign? You need legitimate, like, wrestlers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This, this works. Hey, Bobby Lashley, that's... You, you fit for that. Hey, yo. Let him, let, let para algo, para algo um, sirve. Yeah, 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 let him rock. I'm okay with that as long as MVP is involved. Definitely, Lana so, gotta go. Yeah. We don't want. I don't want to see Lana then no more. Bro, divorce is in the mail. Yeah, free agency, huh? Love it. Gotta love it. Good shit. Good shit. <laughs> and well, speaking about good shit, don't mention let's jump onto our favorite night of the week. Diablo. Wednesday night. Damn, you just oh. you just killed all the end of Raw. Like you just We're killed the whole end of Raw. Chop it off. I'm with him. Chop it off. Before we go to Wednesday, I just want to mention Tuesday, 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 Tuesday. Tuesday. NWA, NWA. You Tuesday I'm about to throw PCF into that questionable bay. Oh, which bay? The questionable one. Baby, NWA Carnyland. Ooh. Yo, what was that, yo? I didn't see it. What is that? So essentially, you know, NWA is doing the responsible thing, the okay. logical thing. They're not making their wrestlers go into the ring and wrestle, putting themselves in danger and exposing themselves and others, etc. No, they're deciding. You know what? Let's create content from our own homes. And they're giving freedom and liberty to their to, to their talent to produce something that they wouldn't do on a regular basis. So in other words, in other content. words, they're they're pulling a page out of SNL because isn't that what SNL is doing right now? Yes, sir. Right. Even mm. though unfortunately I'm a big SNL fan and it's not been great. It's not the best, but it's better than nothing. Uh, true. Yeah, and true. we're saying the same thing about wrestling about- right now. Yeah, you know, you but go. but NWA took it a different direction. They decided to create this hour that we're used to right now, and they're giving us something different. Fucking Eli Drake has his own podcast now that uh, NWA is funding. Yeah, yeah. That route. Yeah, <laughs> uh, fucking uh, Allison K uh, gives uh, an extra demonstration of what it is. To- Shoot a promo, <laughs> and she was college, fucking killing yes. it. Carney yes, yes, yes. A lot of great, Carney great, great segments. Ziggy Dice was being the scoundrel and sleaze bag that he Ziggy. is. Yo, what's, what's Thunder? What's Thunder? What's Thunder Rosa doing these days? Well, after you know uh, shooting the ish with the bad guys, uh, you know her career had just gone. <laughs> and uh, she is currently what? Busy Lip, after that interview. She's the we champion. The, we, we sprinkled She's fireworks the on her. Yeah, champion. 
You know where the Rock she's going to remain the champion. She about to be the NWA longest reigning champion because of quarantine, baby. That's right. Shout out to quarantine. <laughs> Shout out to quarantine. Shout out. To someone else had a Tuesday. Wait, just real quick. Impact. Someone else had a Tuesday. Impact had a Ooh. Tuesday. But more importantly Ooh. than anything else, is someone else whose career has taken off since being on shooting the ish. Welcome to the Bay Area, baby. Chris oh, baby. Oh, baby. Bay. All right. A boy. Also, let's about not forget Palaba. Who we also put. On shooting Ooh, the Ooh, doing it. Oh, thing. him and TJ Perkins. Cody Deaner. Cody Deaner. Ace Austin. Ace Austin, baby. Shout out to Pete. The, the man that stole my gimmick. Yeah, yeah. yo, what's up with that? We're just name dropping for no reason. I had nothing else to say. I just wanted to say Chris Bay and all these well, Speaking of uh, Pretty Chubby's uh, gimmick, why don't we hump to Wednesday? Whoa, whoa, yes, whoa. Yes, sir. NXT, how we feeling about NXT. carrying Cross running through the damn competition? I don't, I don't know how I feel about Tommaso Ciampa and Cross. We're getting it. Uh, NXT in your house. How we feeling about that? I don't want these motherfuckers oh. to fight in my house. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was, I was a little bit perplexed. I was in a bit of a conundrum, folks. I'm not going to lie to you. I did spell not it. know whether I was going to tune into NXT at all after it. after experiencing uh, Dark Side of the Ring, Owen Hart edition. Uh, it was hard. I was like, wow, uh, how can I really support this right now? It, 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 I struggled, folks. I struggled. But it was because of you, the people. That I didn't watch NXT and I tuned straight into AEW, baby. Soy gordito. I, uh, I had to, I had to, I had, listen, I'm an addict to, to WWE and I had to tap into my fix and I had to catch NXT because NXT is my favorite part of the product as in, in, in all of its entirety. NXT is my favorite thing to watch during the week and they always deliver. Killian Cross, uh, Karrion Cross, sorry, and Tommaso Ciampa. Oh. Wow. That's going to be in fun. my house. In the my only house? thing <laughs> in my house. Are you telling me Scarlett's going to be in my house? Scarlett's yeah. going to be in my house? <laughs> yeah. Yo, yo, stop just the microphone, dog. You keep rattling that shit. Camera yo, man. I just it's a little soon. I I, I would have liked to see him build a little steam with some some more jobber-esque kind of lower tier before I got Tommaso yes. Ciampa. So are you uh, yeah, talking you know, about you know Raw and SmackDown? Because isn't that what NXT guys do when they moved over to Raw and SmackDown? Yes. And this is what separates NXT from Raw and SmackDown, where NXT gives you those straight, the the, the, the greatest feuds that they can give you at the moment. I guess that's true. Cause, but... Yeah, because Raw and SmackDown does not work like that, man. But after... And to push on that, and to push on that like, Tommaso himself uh, bigged them up. You say you're one of the top-tier talent just walking into this motherfucker, like... He he called it right event. there. Right. So like that's yep. why you get Tommaso Ciampa. Because this man's mm-hmm. a main event. Okay, that's fair. But storytelling wise, like after Ciampa won, what then? Adam Cole, interesting stories. Right Adam Cole, you have Velveteen Dream. You got Keith Lee. Keith Lee. Keith Lee. Ooh, Keith Keith Lee, right? I'd love Donnie to see. Donnie Gargano's coming somewhere down the road. I don't, I don't care for that. 
I don't care for Damian Priest. Man, Finn uh, Balor? Riddle? No, I think Damian Priest Finn got Balor? shoots the field. Finn Balor? Uh, Riddle? Riddle, maybe. You got Dex, Dexter, Lu- Dexter Loomis Dexter versus Karrion Cross. That's, that's, that's a main Cross. event takeover. That's a main event takeover. There you go. And they had a banger, yo. Not right now. So soon. Because, yo, Loomis had a nice uh, fucking uh, little segment this week, too. Where Speed, the yeah. era was gonna fucking they stomped on him and he just yeah he's looking good forward, he was looking good against Roddy Strong, Strong. Came out and yeah. Insane, so yeah was this dope. was one of the better NXTs in some time and that's saying a lot because I thought NXT has been Last good for a while Lego, yeah. but this one because of the amount of characters and storyline that it carried Shotzi Blackheart was able to like cut a promo there were a bunch nah, of promos there were a bunch of vignettes the there were a bunch of interviews. I, I really liked that. I thought that it was a good flow. They had a uh, backstage role with Thatcher and Riddle. Like, they established a, a heat Word. there. You know, they did a really good job of, like, not everything being in the ring. Yeah. That's... I, I, like, I like how it was distributed. Like, uh, NXT was paced very well. A better utilization of airtime. You know, like, the Shati oh, yeah. background story, I think that was phenomenal. Like, why don't we do that more about more athletes, right? Yeah, that, 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 that vignette was dope. She cut a promo dope. on the entire she, NXT roster, the women's roster. That's crazy. All right, all right. Every, on a Chip Cassidy. Cassidy. Chip Cassidy. Chip Cassidy. His boo, his boo highlighting his NXT collar. <laughs> yeah, that was dope. It was dope. I, I, know, NXT, I want more like of I that. NXT is my favorite. My favorite. And they produce quality shows time after time. But yo, AEW did work too. Oh, AEW you definitely will get there. But La Princesa, the Queen, actually. Who's the queen? Charlotte Flair made an appearance too. She jumped Rhea Ripley. I'll uh, cut up that match. The main event so, at the end. Charlotte three show Flair. Right? How do you feel she about that? She was on SmackDown, challenging Sasha Banks. She was on Raw, defeating Ruby Riot. She's yo, she's earning that paycheck. Are you talking that you're surprised that the daughter of the icon, the legend, the multi-time Hall of Famer, who defended Woo. his title in all different continents, baby, because he even defended his title in the motherfucking Dominican Republic. I fucking knew it. I fucking knew it. You're surprised? You're surprised that she's on all three <laughs> different shows? She's the best enough, but I'm not wearing part, any pants. She spreads like butter. As Andrade. Let's go. <laughs> I fucking knew that was coming. I knew it. But There's no podcast. No research. I don't have to look this up. Nowhere. Podcast nowhere that has brought up Jack Veneno. There's no podcast in DR that has brought up Jack Veneno as much as we have. I've done absolutely no ACL documentary on Jack Veneno. Jack Veneno as much as Listen, let me correct. To reach out to the local representatives, we need to get Jack Veneno yeah. way installed soon. <laughs> the man is an icon. Well, who who <laughs> we need to cheer? No way, Jose. No way, Jose. 
Tito doesn't even mention him, bro. I cheer for you Buddy Bell. You know what I mean? You need to cheer guys like Vanguard One. You know, in memory of Vanguard One, we are mourning the loss of him last week where Floyd, some guy named Floyd, comes around and in his first uh, debut week gets to take out Vanguard One. What kind of shit is that? But it was a carrying cross bitch. <laughs> I'm definitely ready for double or nothing, gentlemen. How are you guys watching? What are we doing? Are you can you can you wait? Can you wait? What's what's are we excited? This what's going episode, on here? I'm excited as hell for this shit. They could have given a quarantine budget deal. <laughs> Yo, this episode was one of the best episodes of Dynamite. I thought NXT and Dynamite really fucking did a great job this week. Both paced very well. They both had like little vignettes, little things. Uh, AEW is more focused on obviously the the pay per view, so there was a little bit more action. But as I'm watching, I'm, I'm literally thinking, well, I can't wait to ask you fuckers, what 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 do you how do you feel? First, let me start off with so, with John Moxley real quick. John Moxley, uh, remember that guy Dean Ambrose? No. Can you guys tell me anything me different besides their attires right now? No. <laughs> um, Other what's than the Moxley difference? in Ambrose's attire, what's the difference here? That the company lets him do whatever he wants now. That's the difference. <laughs> that he or doesn't say, have to say or stupid say, shit. Or say what he wants. Because not for nothing, I was telling I was asking myself this question, but as I saw um Moxley on the mic this week, it, it kind of put it into perspective because yeah, he probably wouldn't say what he said and how he said it. Over in WWE, and it would probably be less entertaining. It'll probably take from that. But he wrestles the same way. He walks around the same way. He's got Beats the same the people the same way. Yeah, I don't. I don't see him much difference other than yeah, he has the creative freedom to say what he wants, and that does give him a little boost. Uh, plus five. Yo, JP plus taking a picture, gang, gang. Yeah, we are. Yo, We're recording live. And this guy's taking a picture like a rookie. Look are we recording? Speaking of rookie. How do we feel about Marco's stunt, guys? Yucca. That guy almost got killed. Is that the little man that we take out of our drinks when we're playing King? Before we take a drink? We should play Kings. Uh, we, okay. We should get together and live stream us playing Kings. Let's do I'm not it. I don't want it. I don't want it right now. You like, guys right play let's go trash. I think Memorial Day weekend is a perfect time to play some motherfucking Kings. Uh, this guy, mm, this guy. Are, any, are any moms available this weekend? This guy, bro. Hey. Your mom. This guy. You have mom, Mamiti. Well, Yo, they know how to they know how to throw it down in the kitchen and the bedroom, all right? Let's talk Stunt? about MJ. When they said like... he's 120 pounds, that's a lie. I was like, <laughs> God damn. He is not 120 pounds. I was he's nine like... the last time I weighed 120 pounds. You know what I'm saying? Yo, so that's a lie. He's not 120 pounds, yo. He's like 98 pounds. He's no way. Worse. He's but, got like 30 but, but, pounds. At least of hair. he doesn't weigh. But you know why it worked? Do you understand why it worked? Because you put Marco Stunt out against MJF and it allowed a heel to be a motherfucking heel. Right. To be a bully. No. 
And he did a phenomenal job. He he barely Yo, did much, he and he got so over on that match, bro. He doesn't need to, yep. he doesn't need to do anything. He is a quintessential heel. Yo, if you listen to Shooting the Ish with Cortez, bro, <laughs> you're gonna learn. You don't need to do shit yo, as a heel. Yo, we can have no nice heel. things, yo. Not one <laughs> nice thing. We have one nice thing. We won't stop talking about it. Yo, the future owner of the TN Championship was on this show, shooting yo. the ish. How about that? How about that, man? Bitch. Talk to me, old school. How are we feeling about Arn Anderson? Oh, but listen, Arn Anderson. <laughs> old school, where you at? Arn Anderson. Old school se quedó en el bingo hall. Wrestling television and old school's nowhere to be found. <laughs> oh, sucks. Because this segment this was so hot, bro. It was dope as hell. What? When you have two everybody time, here Anderson. wants to see Jake and Anderson right now. Right. Like, right. You have Arn Anderson and Jake going at it. You have Arn Anderson calling out Jake the Snake Roberts for doing DDP yoga. Like, yo, <laughs> you got to love this. Yo, yo they were about for to real. Stuff. Yo, y'all keep telling me nah, but I'm going to tell you, they going to fight. They going to fight outside the ring. Double or nothing. I'm oh, telling I'm you, you know why? These motherfuckers are cranky. It's fucking, we're in a pandemic <laughs> right now. I can't leave their houses. The only time they leave is to record. <laughs> Yo, they're going to go at it. Is that, it's going to be off the script. I'm telling you. Who's going to stop them? Ain't no security. <laughs> you, think, you, think they, you, think they pop, you think they pop a Bluetooth before they go at it? Oh, man. Oh, for sure. Yo, what is this? CZW? Listen, listen. Jake just said pop, uh, popped up Bluetooth before uh, Brandy Rose last week, so. Ooh. He said he can't wait it? to get Ooh. back and bump into her again. <clears throat> what did you? Yo. Oh, man. That segment is exactly, that segment is exactly why we need to have managers again, right? Think about how many times, like, we get this flat-ass storyline, right? Think about this. Like, Cody Rhodes is a really good wrestler, Right? Lance Archer is a really good wrestler, but right now by themselves they've done, they they haven't done anything for this feud, oh. right? Like they they've done you know very little for this feud individually, right? And the load of the, and it, and that's the thing, the load of the work was carried by the managers, right? The promotional right. efforts of this match were really carried by Jake Roberts and fucking Arn Anderson's work. Well, now Arn Anderson, right? But Brandy last week, you know, so. That's brilliant because part of the reason that we hate what happens in the WWE is because we see the guy so often having to do everything, right? Mm -hmm. They've created this really compassionate Cody Rhodes story that we've been following for weeks and weeks and weeks leading up to this moment. Arn Anderson's got his own reputation. But now, no matter what happens, Arn Anderson could play something completely out of pocket and it's because he snapped, not affecting Cody Rhodes. You know what I mean? It could cost Cody Rhodes exactly. the match, not cost him the match. Blah, blah, blah. Cody Rhodes doesn't lose any skin off his back. There's no fucking detriment to his character. Arn Anderson looks bad, whatever, whatever. He could recover because he's a manager. Shit for Jake the Snake and, and Lance Archer. Wow. So the manager is the blow for everybody taking a loss. You know? It's it's brilliant storytelling. Like this shit just fucking writes itself, especially with two guys that can talk to each other the way that Arn and, and Jake do. Um, but using 
managers just in general is a lost art. Zelina Vega is the closest thing to like a traditional manager outside Ooh, yeah, of, I like that. or, yeah, or yeah. inside WWE. And yeah. I think um, inside WWE. Yeah. yeah, inside WWE. And uh what's his name? Bivens from um from NXT. Malcolm Bivens. Malcolm Bivens. Yeah, the, the what is it, Bivens Enterprise? Yeah, Bivens yeah. Enterprises? With, he's funny, yeah. like he's got it, but he doesn't get to showcase like as much as, as as he should. I think that he he could pop, absolutely. But we need more managers. Like stories don't always require like the protagonist to be in the in the in the story driver's seat. I th- I think it's 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 more of a promotional choice, right? Because you have other promotions that definitely excel with their managers. You have Selena La Renta and MOW and Impact. Right. You have uh, Johnny that's with uh, Valkyrie, right? Mm-hmm. Um, who's a trainer with uh, Impact? But I think it's the promotion's choice. But I, I do love the fact that you're mentioning that because even Jericho mentioned that when, when uh, you had the Dark Side of the Ring episode uh, with uh, Benoit, right? The, the, first, the beginning of the season. He talked about his wife, Nancy Benoit, and, and her as a manager valet, the, the, the way she played that role, the complexity added to the storyline. Because essentially when it comes to professional wrestling, you have one story. Good guy, bad guy, two athletes in the ring going at it. Motivation to win. That's what the storyline is providing, the motivation to win. And the more complexity, the more depth of flavor you can add to the storyline, the better. Right? That's why you have a Chris Jericho and a CM Punk uh, storyline where they introduce alcohol. Yeah. Right? That's why really? That's why Stone Cold, after, after beating Jake the Snake Roberts, you know, pulled a, a shoot on him as far as his alcoholism. Because it adds a depth of flavor to what you're watching, what you're viewing to the experience. And that's what it's all about. So they should be using more managers. I mean, that's why I think Robbie E is managing right now Chelsea Green. He's a talent himself. But you know what? Let's put these two talented people together. Let's see what we can create. How can we change the narrative? How can we change the story? That's entertainment. That's trying to try something different. Um... Notes, Moving on real quick, on man. I wanna I wanna close out AEW because we gotta get into this damn card, man. Uh, Double or nothing is looking like it's gonna be a fucking pay per view to watch. Uh, I'm ready for that ladder match too. By the way, shout out to Ray Phoenix. He had a match with Cassidy, Orange Cassidy. Is he What's his name? What? Orange freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy weighing in at about whatever. Yo, but real quick, real quick. Now that you brought up Ray Phoenix, did you guys see that crazy? Dive that Ray Phoenix did. Oh my where god, he, he like where he like landed oh, on his back. He might, yeah, he might not be in it. And then, and then Britt Baker, did you guys see Britt Baker with the knee injury? Yeah, um, Nyla Rose landed on her knee, right? No, yeah, it wasn't Nyla. It wasn't no, it was Nyla. Yeah, Chris, Chris Santlander, and uh, Hero, whatever her name, her last name is. I, I'm, I'm a botch that shit. They picked <laughs> up Nyla Rose and they pretty much just like launched her on top of uh, Britt Baker. Un saco de papa le so real quick, guys. Let's get into so, so. it real quick. The Eso buy- no era Goya porque so, no estaba so. bueno. No estaba bueno. Eso no era Goya. Did you see last week when he tried to... That was Irbia. When he tried to... Oh, my God. Cassidy, Cassidy stepped, stepped back and fucking Matrix and shit. Yeah, that shit was dope. That shit was hilarious, bro. That's why he fell this week. 
He was still <laughs> fucking out of proportion. His equilibrium was fucking shot. So, let's look at this card real quick, right? We're going to look at this double or nothing. Fucking damn, we would have had the pre-show. So sad. Damn you. Unfortunately. Damn you. But still, get you if you're in Jersey, right? And you're going to watch these pay-per-views. You have to get your wings from Blue 42. Yeah. I agree. Yo, shout out to Blue wings, 42. Shout outs to Blue 42. Their wings are fucking delicious. There's over 100 flavors. JP's mic is off. That's how excited he got. His penis turned his mic off. They are phenomenal. <laughs> Thank you. His penis They're turned back. his mic off. <laughs> <laughs> That's how excited he So let's get to it, right? Let's talk yeah, about yo, yo, Before we talk about the wings... Shout out, happy birthday to Cass from the Night Job Podcast. Yo, birthday today. my brother. Day. Happy birthday. Happy, happy birthday, birthday, brother. Uh, Gay O, one of my cousins, motherfucker. Anywho, ahí te manda yes, una mamá por ahí. Hey, ese man necesita eso. Ahí te manda mi abuela, entonces. Te manda mi abuela. Yo, shout out, shout out to uh, the bad guy wings coming out soon at some point uh, at Blue 42. But yo, it, it's worth the drive. Elmwood Park, New Jersey, Blue 42. Showing support right now, especially during these times. You don't want to watch an event like Double or Nothing without some motherfucking wings. It's true. It's true. Pick up some wings. So let's get right to it, right? The buy in for Double or Nothing is the Best Friends versus Pirate Party. Winner gets a chance at the AEW Tag Team titles. I think best friends go over here. I think they get the opportunity to face for the belts. What do you think? I agree. Ahead, best right? friends are on a roll right now. Yeah, it's got to be the best friends. It's got to be. Uh, they're getting right. pushed right now. Orange Cassidy's killing it. Why not, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, there's, like, nothing to talk about here. Like, it's like, duh. Yeah. I, I don't see Private Party really going over. If Private Party goes over, that's a swerve. And as far as I'm concerned, I mean, hey, that, that might be a more interesting story. I, I just feel like the, the AEW tag division hasn't been given really as much love as they said they would. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, storyline-wise, like, Kenny Omega and Hangman Page, like, they've just been kind of holding on to the titles. And well, all I'm going to say, and all I'm going to add to that is stay tuned because I'm being the elite. They have been... They they they've been um they've been showing a lot of the FTR lately. Oh, really? Okay. Yes, yes, so a that's, lot that's, of FTR that's lately. Doing. Yo, y'all heard about that lawsuit? The FTR lawsuit? Nah. Alright, so you remember way back when we covered like um that the revival they left WWE. They and trademarked. They changed. It. They changed their name to like the Revolt or whatever. Right. And then we found purpose. out there was tag team that was already named the revolt and then right. they were kind of like fuck it like we're the revolt they got sued by that indie tag team really yeah uh, and they were like nah 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 the, the revolt is nah, what nah, people nah, nah. call dust our name is FTR and that can mean anything oh okay right so it might be free the revival it might be fuck the revival they said it could mean anything depending on the storyline which I think is a pretty interesting way to approach your name. 
right, as the name mm, of a, of a taxi. Okay. So it's just, it gives you more accurate. open playing field. You could get away with whatever you want. No, it's a smart business move right there. Uh, yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. So there's that. All right, whatever. Smart, guys. And another match I really don't Fuck know about, Dustin Rhodes and Sean Spears. Sean Spears <laughs> had the cool-ass uh, um, CNN set, which I thought he, was he cool. He booked it himself was... into this match. I, I love that. I give yeah. him that shit. I thought it was really cool, like, just the use of a segment, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, that, that he was able to do that. And honestly, that was the best kind of new segment that wrestling has tried to do. It was better than the SNL shit they tried to do. It was better than that whole um, street profit shit that they tried to do. I thought that street profit shit was corny for like two or three weeks. They did the SNL like uh, weekend update shit. Um, that shit was good. Sean Spears News Network or whatever. Yeah, he got that off. Yeah. Rip Baker. Would you, give, would you give it a 10? Oh, yes. Britt Baker. Uh, Vic and I were saying um, <laughs> <laughs> may not Rip even Rip city in this match. Chris Statlander. Oh, no, after this past week. Um, so if she can't make it, who goes in her place? Ooh. I would put uh, maybe like a Penelope Ford in there. Wait, hold on. Is there no women's title match? Yeah, uh, yeah Rose will be the title. And Sheeta. Yeah. Oh, Hiroko I Shida. Don't see... oh, I mean, I don't oh that was high up. Baker match. They probably squash it all together. Scrap it. If, if, I mean, if that's true. Uh, MJF versus Jungle Boy. Here's something that I love the build for. I said before last week, I, I love the fact that the MJF booked this match with Marco Stunt this week because, like, you remember how when you're you're fighting a fucking stable, you take them out one by one each week leading up to the fucking pay-per-view. Yep. And this is what happened here. And now Marco Stunt and MJF had a hell of an entertaining match. And, and the top heel versus the top mid-carding workhorse in, in and that, what's gonna happen? That stable is the is the top working horse. I think they they all fucking getting that burn right now. And Vic, what's gonna happen? Right, MJF is gonna beat Jungle Boy with the help of Wardlow. Luchasaurus is gonna come back or come out rather, and now it's Luchasaurus and not MJF. Luchasaurus and Wardlow, right? Ooh. Because it works both ways. You yes. go through yes. all, you go through the whole roster, right? Like the whole stable, right? In both directions. Now, you don't book Luchasaurus directly with MJF. You book Luchasaurus with Wardlow, have that match, loses to Wardlow. Now we have, like, the big boss versus the big boss. Um, That'll be fun. Great, man. Uh, Yo, it's great television right now. I'm uh, fucking insane. Now, for something that I I, I wanted to... So, Mischief, in case you haven't noticed, uh, the T... TA, what is it called? The TIAA Bank uh, Field. I don't know the, I, I probably butchered it, but Jaguar Stadium is looking mighty fancy. Tony Khan's toilet, baby. Yo, if they <laughs> leave the field like this, I swear to God, I'll buy season tickets. With the elite? Leave it like that. What the fuck? <laughs> what do you have one side say the elite and the other side say the inner circle? Yeah, um, it, it's a Jaguar stadium stampede world. match. I expect <laughs> nothing less than for this match to go all the fuck over. <laughs> like, I, I expect AEW to make this like a better version of the Money in the Bank. Okay. 
Okay. You know what I, I mean? Like even I even though it's gonna cost very lights. And, and, and pyro and, and fucking extravaganza. I want him to fucking build a set for no reason. Just like a crazy <laughs> entrance ramp. Yeah. That's mad long, like WrestleMania I mean, long. I mean, did you guys and hear that they're going to... Like 40 minutes. They're going to have they're gonna have a ring in the 50-yard line, though. Yes. So that's just dope. Yeah. Right, that's just dope. Okay, oh, so feeling... it would be cool. So have the elite from the end zone that says elite have the fucking inner circle come out from the end zone that says inner circle let them meet in the ring and then let it go ape shit yeah uh, that's Facts. gonna be a fun that match like I, a lot of money. <laughs> thank you Tony Khan <laughs> what thank you Tony Khan right like fucking spend all that money hey. go crazy everybody lose the money already brother. doing fun things already I like it love it that's shit it's Speaking good shit, shit. This ladder match, fellas. Apparently, there's a ninth open spot. So, 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 I have a question for y'all. It, it, they grab it for nachos? What they, they're not grabbing for a briefcase. They're not grabbing for a belt. They're grabbing for a chip. We're talking about a motherfucking chip. Is it a Pringle chip? <laughs> a big thing. One, one pop you can't stop, but what's going on? <laughs> you are. Sorry. What, you Sorry. don't play Sorry. poker, you dumb bitch. Like, you don't play poker. <laughs> what? Just like, huh? Don't you play poker, you dumb bitch? Like, yeah, I play poker. Yeah, I play poker. Rivers Wild, Deuces is Goose. But listen, who's the ladder? Any ladder chip? Goldfish? Uh, I got goldfish. Who's, who's, who's playing for chip? How big is this chip? Does the chip have value? Whose chip is this? Is the chip a hoy? What, what are we talking about? <laughs> Chips are It's a computer chip. <laughs> it's a computer chip. <laughs> this dumb bitch. No, man, it's a gambling chip. It's a poker or is chip. It's that an chip opportunity that chip, chip. Or is it that chip that the government is trying to plan in all of us? That's the one I want. Mm. It's that chip that we was You get Wi-Fi everywhere, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Only, <laughs> only when you get aroused. Only when you get aroused. Wow. <laughs> Extend uh, that antenna. I def- def- Yo, I see them putting putting Darby Allen for this shit, setting him up. Uh, but I would love them to go with fucking Scorpio Sky, man. Uh, so what's the storyline? And I think it matters who that mystery entrant is. Um, I think the mystery entrant is gonna be Zack Ryder. Ooh, Mad Matt. Cardona, baby. Is that possible? Or can that be a thing? Are these contracts um they're void? That's it, right? They're done. Yeah. I, I think that by now announced. he was good. I heard didn't, there was a ninety day thing though, right? Close. Yeah, didn't they didn't they get let go like on April fifteenth? I don't know, bitch. I'm just saying I want it to be, I right? <laughs> <laughs> You know who doesn't you know who doesn't have that ninety day clause? Drew Gulak. Ooh. Oh. That would be know fun. That? Drew you know Gulak. Who doesn't have that 90 day clause and it don't matter? His brother. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but he's got some dirty Last shit game. on his search history. That's what I said. It don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you know, it's not, it's not Ric Flair or Undertaker. Ooh. They just signed like nah. 17 year deals. Who? Undertaker or Ric Flair? Undertaker. Both of them are signed to like 70 year deals, right? So it ain't them. What about Mike Tyson? What if Mike Tyson's just like, I'm a wrestler now? You got it. Yo, I just need to see the contract. He's a, he's a, he's a, a 
Mike Tyson's in phenomenal shape, bro. Mike Tyson's about to fight Holyfield again, bro. And he's fighting Shannon Briggs. That's already happening. Mike Tyson looks like he's in the prime of his career. Mike Tyson uh, that's a lot. testosterone pills. Mike Tyson are we, here. You just in here, are we undisputedly going to pick a winner for this TDNT championship? Or are we going to... Are we at odds? I don't know. Who do you want to pick? I'm Lance not a mind reader, Ar- bitch. Man's fucking Archer. Yeah, but yeah, something tells me that Cody has to be the face of this company that's on TV every week. Does he though? Does he? Can't he can't the world title, right? He has to have this one, no? Listen to all Does the things Cody that Cody Rhodes said, no? It's the guy that you know changed the business or helped change the business, right? Yeah, look at all the things that Arn said. Why does he need the belt? He has all his accolades to follow him. Facts. And everybody dies. I think it'll do more for Lance Archer than Cody Rhodes, right? This company's is Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes could be in any storyline he ever wants, ever. And, you know, he could just interject himself. It's easy for him. Lance Archer is a credible, very, very credible threat. He's a monster. You've got a really great Jake the Snake Roberts fucking cutting promos for him and, like, really directing that story. Don't change that. Don't fuck that up. Let let him be the monster that he is. Let Jake the Snake keep rolling the way that he has. If you kill this, like it's what what happens if if Lance loses? Then yeah. any credibility he has as like a major monster threat, like everybody dies. Well, then uh, yeah. I, don't, I don't see it. He's been there for a short time and he's already got a shadow, uh, a title shot. You gotta you gotta give it to him. I don't know. I think so. And Lance, yeah, Lance Archer. If you want to know anything else about Lance Archer, bro, <laughs> make sure to catch us shooting the itch. Hey, <laughs> shooting the shooting itch. The itch. <laughs> shooting his itch. Shoot. Just wow. make sure you were there. You catch it when he shoots his itch. <laughs> I think J. I think the JP the was scratching his itch. He was scratching his itch. The itch. Yo, he said shooting itch, the itch. Shooting the itch. Shooting the itch. When you can't it, shoot that shit. Shoot the, <laughs> shoot the itch with five exclamation points after it. There's the episode title for this one. Shooting the, Shooting the itch. itch. Speaking about itch, Nyla oh, Rose. No. <laughs> Nyla Rose versus Hiroko Shida. No. 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 Um, Okay, Nyla Rose. (laughs) Will Nyla Rose shoot her itch? I don't think Nyla Rose loses. Ever. (laughs) I don't think Nyla Rose loses this. Compose. Everybody get your shit together. Because the chromosomes are like. <laughs> wow. What's happening, dude? Nyla Rose. Because this is a no DQ crown out match. And Lance Archer has the same, like, he got the same thing going as Nyla Rose. All right? Lance Archer and Nyla Rose are parallel. They're both monsters. Both of you to win. You're not helping. You're not don't they, helping. Don't they, don't they both have braided hair? Uh, they have braided hair. 
That is also true. They also have other similarities. But the fact of the matter is that they they need to, <laughs> they need to yeah. win. Right? Like, you're breeding a monster. They need to win. The main event has a match we've seen many times before. We've seen emblems of it and different promotions, different levels. John Moxley versus Brody Lee. Mind you, John Moxley's walking into this match without his title. Because Broly's took that shit like he took his girl. Renee, what do you got to say about that shit? I don't know. Uh, we <laughs> didn't call, call her. title, Renee? You want me to call her? Doesn't he call guys... a title, Renee? Is that I true? Can't, I can't tie my shoe, but I can scratch your itch. <laughs> <laughs> he says shoe in the itch. Nah, that's not what he said. That's not what he said. Bang, bang, bang. Bang. Throw the dope <laughs> that's not she what he said. That was not what he said. But fine, we'll go with that. <laughs> that was hilarious. Me pica. Ponte mentol si te pica. I do want to ask y'all though. Do, do you not see any any importance in this main event um specifically? Because I do. I, I have one wanna, thing here that I want to share with y'all. I want to express the importance of, especially during these times in this pandemic, make sure to rub vapor rub on your chest, back of your neck, your forehead, your temples. Help you sleep well. Make sure to rub vapor rub, big pile <laughs> Yo, back up the microphone, yo. You're making sweet love out there. This shit is quickly and shut. <laughs> so. Listen, JP, to your point, you, you said we've seen this match before, and if if what we're being told is correct, and, and now that these guys have their freedom, and John Moxley is different from Dean Ambrose, and Brody Lee is different from Luke Harper, it's like saying that when they were in WWE, they were the, you know, the Pathmark brand of shit at the supermarket, right? We need to see some... Some shit here now, right? Because this needs to be the one, the mwah, creme de la creme of Brody Lee versus Dean Ambrose, right? At least that's how I feel. I want to see something good here. And I think, this has a, to, yeah. I think it has to happen, no? It has to be heavy hitting. Like, it's got to be a hard-fought match. And it's really, like, if you look at this whole card, like, this is a really, really well-done card, Right? Um, because sprinkled throughout, they have they have like little storytelling elements, but they've got big matches, right? That Nala Rose no DQ no countout match, that's a big match, right? The Casino ladder match, that's a big match. You have the City of Stampede, that's a big match. So by the time we get to the championship match, after all that other like there's gimmicks involved or whatever, but like you got hard. Matches going up. You got M uh, MJF and Jungle Boy right doing their their storyline. You got the Elite and Inner Circle doing the Stampede. So like there's there's big time matches. Like there's big moments. This cannot like be undersold. Like this this match cannot be shitty. It can't right. be a, a, a whack like, match. That's what and I that, mean. That's the, and yeah. because of JP's point, right? The WWE guys. This is what we keep seeing is that AEW just keeps booking these WWE guys, 
right? We saw when Matt Hardy signed. We saw when Jericho ran with the title. We saw Cody Rhodes. Like it's always it's it's a WWE guy, right? So like this has got this match has got to be like oh yeah, but those WWE guys are pretty fucking good. Like we got to see them unleashed. So we've got to see like a real Brody Lee and a real Moxley unleashed. Real quick, before I see the floor, fucking Brody Lee. How do you guys really feel about him? Because I'm not digging it as much as I was. No. Nah. I, okay. I, thought, I, I thought the potential was much better than what we're getting. Um, I'm not convinced that Brody Lee, like his character doesn't make total sense to me. Maybe that's the thing. Right, like I know that he's like a Vince kind of dude, and uh, he's also running the Dark Order, and I don't. Those things don't mesh well, like the Vince McMahon gimmick with the Dark Order leader, with what he looks like. It doesn't go. To, it doesn't click, right? I'm, I'm not like I'm two, not, two different things. Yeah, I feel like those are three different characters that that are meeting. I, I don't know. I, I'm just not fully convinced about his role. Is that just me? Maybe. So, so this is the, the, the <laughs> one intriguing thing I have about this potential matchup and the, the differentiation between their matchups and the, the E, right? Is that Brody Lee has the, the Dark Order to his disposal. So they can interfere. They're going to have to have some type of involvement in the match. Because if not, what is this different from any other John Moxley D. Lambros match we've seen, right? Didn't we just see on AEW last week him? fighting in the crowd. So you need to add another element to it. And Brody Lee could be that, that, that Kangas Khan, where he fucking, you have to reach to the top to get to him. Remember, he has his belt. And I think that's where they failed this week, is that they should have shown Brody Lee with the fucking belt, stunning on it, eating fucking breakfast off of it, doing what he wants with the belt, because that's his belt, as yeah. per him, right? And you need to see fucking John Moxley fighting to get his belt back, pissed to get his belt back. I didn't see John Moxley pissed this week. John Moxley had a little hoop earring in his ear. You not you not mad if you got a little hoop earring? Como Michael Jordan. That look good, but you know what I mean. He was watching the last dance. He got inspired, but I'm saying if you put a little hoop earring, you're not that mad. You know what I'm saying? If you lost something, you know, personal to you like your belt, you be you don't got no time for hoop earring. And that's all the time we have for you folks this week. Speaking of goddamn time, pretty chubby. Tell them what they're gonna do for us on YouTube. Uh, check us out on YouTube at Heels Thoughts and Chair Shots. Don't forget to like, review, hit that subscribe button, and if you love us, hit the little alert button. And every time we go live, you'll get that little alert button. Check out all our new episodes. Check us out on HPC Two Sweet on IG and Twitter. And guys, this weekend for Memorial Day weekend, check us out on Pro Wrestling Tees, HPC Pop Tees, and enter that promo code DON to get 20% off. Check us out, guys. Woo! 10 count of 10 toes. See you next week. Ladies Thanks. and gentlemen, we love you. Oh. Eso, eso sí que está sexy, manny. <laughs>